Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool kids be like... Chemistry sucks a D. Adults be like... Physics? Honey, not for me. But we're all just alive for a tinty bit. And science is the best way to understand it. Psycho! We show you studies are vague. Psycho! Even scientists can be gay. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Hello, Mitchell Moffat. Hi. Oh no. Uh, what's wrong, Pepe? Bambino? Nothing. I'm drooling everywhere. What? I keep drooling because I was just at the dentist. Oh, I thought I it was because not... I look so hot today. That too. It is it's also so hot outside. You're looking so hot. You were biking across the city. So Wait, uh, what do you mean? Did you get your mouth frozen? Yes. I just went to the dentist and didn't know I was having like a dental surgery. Wait, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, it wasn't I don't know if like I don't actually know. Like, I went to the dentist, like, a week ago just to get a cleaning. And then they, I think they had said, like, um, maybe, like, a filling from when I was little was, like, bad or I had to get it redone or something like that. And I know a filling's not, like, not, not big a deal. But I wasn't really paying attention. And, I, like, I made a promise to myself earlier, like, a year ago or whatever that I would, like, invest in my dental health. I wasn't going to be, like, cheap about it. And I just, like, know that's an important thing I care about. So I just was like, yeah, sure, I'll come in next week and whatever. I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but I just, like, arrived, and I was like, oh, it'll be, like, a 15-minute appointment where they're just going to, like, quickly, whatever. And then as I, like, sit in the chair, they start pulling out all their tools and, like, needles and stuff, and I was like, what? <laughs> What's happening? Wait, like, what happened? So I guess, like, well, then they, like, froze the whole upper side of my face. Oh, you can't, I didn't, I can't tell. It's, like, it's, perf- like, fully perfectly numb. F- it's perfectly f- it's still numb. It's, it was, like, an hour ago, so it's, like, kind of running out. And then it really wasn't that intense, but in my mind, I was like, what are they like taking my tooth out? Like, I didn't understand. I was like, did you not stop and ask and say, so what exactly? No, because is I today was embarrassed. About? I was like one of those stages where I like obviously already agreed to this appointment. They obviously think I know what's about to happen. Oh my God. Imagine just, like, I was like, you had to no like teeth. open your mouth. And then I had to put one of those things in my mouth that like kept my jaw open. And I also have like a weird um, swallowing anxiety. So when I get like, in the dentist, like, it's hard to swallow when you're at the dentist, right? Like, your mouth is wide open, and, like, if they're in your mouth, you can't really swallow properly. So, like, spit kind of forms, and I was, like, scared of choking for, like, half an hour while they were, like, doing this surgery or whatever on my tooth. 
Anyway, that's what I've just wow. come from. Wow, <laughs> okay. I did not know that you were like, I did not expect that. You were just like, yeah, I'm going to the dentist. No, I honestly thought it would be like a 10-minute appointment. I don't know what I thought it could possibly have been. Wow. I, okay. I just thought they were going to look at something. Well, then what? Ex- I still don't really know what. You haven't explained what They happened. like drilled into my tooth. I but think. you should know what they're doing. Like, so what? I think they were fixing a filling I had when I was younger is what I remember them okay. saying last okay. time. So they were like, had to get rid of all of the material in my tooth, like by drilling it out. And then they had to, like, put this new sealant in it. And then, like, they have to use, like, UV rays or whatever to, like, make it hard. Wow. And then okay. they grind it down. But the first part when they're grinding into your teeth, it's, like, the risk of hitting a nerve. So I think that's why they, they So is the pain going to start now or no? It's, no, it's no, 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 no. It's only, like, just in case they act, like, the vibrations and stuff of them drilling can, like, I think cause Okay, pain. well, now we know it's still all kind of hurt. your scary little morning. Yeah, what were you up to? Uh, literally, like, biking around the city, reading nothing like that at all. Just biking? <laughs> no, I mean, I realize so hot that, like, because we are, like, have taken so much time off, I'm like, I can clean up after myself and cook for myself as long as I don't have a job. That's yeah. like, like I'm like I'm like oh wow I made dinner I, know, we, I like we both we both made two dinners last like we <laughs> each made one dinner last night like it was the uh, we have we haven't done that I know I don't know how any because I was like I'm gonna come it. home and also cook and it can be tomorrow's food and I, I know like, it's amazing that's uh, we just need to not have a job and we'll be able to like live a life that's full <laughs> and real. I'm sure there's like so many people listening to this that are like you're pathetic yeah I know. like literally everyone does that they prepare food ahead of time and, and it's I'm, like you sounded like you got crazy surgery it was like they're like you got a filling fix <laughs> like, no. no it actually wasn't that bad it's mostly because in my mind I was imagining like they were about to take my tooth out oh like I got there and was like where is this going like what is about to happen like <laughs> Like, and the dentist, it's, I'm just like so glad they're female. Like it's a female dentist and an assistant because I just feel like women are just like so much better at that. Like she's at so what? Nice at like any job. But, yeah, true. But like everything. being a dentist, like they're so thoughtful asking me if I'm in pain. Like after, so even though they were asking all these questions, you didn't think once to go, okay, BT dubs, what exactly are well, you Well, at doing? this point there's something in my mouth. I can't talk. <laughs> and I'm just like, is this serious? And then they're like, and then she's like, this part will hurt a little bit. And she like warns you or whatever. But afterwards, she like kind of massaged my cheeks and stuff. Like she was being so nice. Okay, masseuse slash dentist. I was like, mm, great. Be impressed. <sighs> oh, what did we learn this week? <laughs> okay, so I learned about vaping this week. I know we've talked about it lots on the YouTube channel. What kind of podcast. vaping? Because you know that me and you both vape marijuana. Sorry, Mitch's mom, but it's true. Oh my God, okay. You also eat a lot of marijuana. I do. I had ate an it. episode the other day. <laughs> okay, so I ate an edible. I mean, I knew how much I was eating, but sort of didn't because one of them melted and I was kind of like just like nibbling on it in a weird, like it, it fused together. So I know exactly. Like, oh, they were like gummies the that melted yeah, in my yeah. pockets. So I wasn't fully aware. Go to our one of our favorite restaurants, eat a bunch of junk food, stand up, look at Mitch. I'm like, I'm. He's like, I need to rush to the bathroom, and I was, I was thought he was joking. Mitch was, he was making, like, can I go? And I was like, no, you can't. No, and Mitch made, like, made some dumb jokes towards me as I literally <laughs> started to feel so sick, and I looked him in the eye, and I was like, you're gonna regret this. Like, he is <laughs> no a, this idea. is a time that you're supposed to pull through as my boyfriend. Go downstairs to the bathroom. I do not need to say the details. I but, get a text being like. Uh, come help me. Come help. I'm sweating profusely. You like couldn't I couldn't even walk my, up the stairs. I had to put my hand, head between my legs. It was insane. I think I was greening up from edibles, but it also could have been a variety like of things. Eating I a lot at know. once and just like. But yeah. then I had to lie on the street waiting for the Uber covered in dirt. It there was, was like a so family bad. sitting on their patio watching you like lay down and me like. I was like wondering what they thought because you were like 
literally I've never seen like this pale sweating laying down and I was like do I need to call an ambulance I loved the oh my god I was felt so awful but the second I laid on that cement I was like this is great oh really that's I when I was like oh my god everyone's looking at us I feel yeah, crazy yeah that's when I was like Mitch just definitely knows that this is serious and I was so mad and then we got in the car and then I was like I guess you thought I wanted to be alone but I just yeah. wanted to talk but you were like on your phone and I was eventually it was like Mitch why won't you talk okay to so me? this has nothing to do with what I learned this week but that was a really that literally happened like yesterday or the day before um so Okay, this is uh, something I'm deeming the vaping paradox. That wasn't like a technical term. That It's kind of like a paradox about vaping e-cigarettes. Okay. So not marijuana. Um, they took this data from like 5,400 smokers and 2,000 former smokers. So like you would expect, um, they know that e-cigarette, e-cigarettes or vapes do decrease your use of like combustible or real cigarettes. Yeah. So people who use vapes... Uh, in these studies, like use four and a half less cigarettes compared four and a half less cigarettes than they would have compared to those who don't quit using vapes who use two point seven less. So oh wait, wait, tra- wait, wait, wait. Say I'm that sorry. Again. You're trying if you're trying to quit and you use a vape, you're more likely to use less cigarettes as you're quitting. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Makes That's sense. Um, and e-cigarette users also are sixty-seven percent more likely to quit smoking. So these are all good things, right? Like using e-cigarettes helps you to quit smoking. Yes. Okay. But what this study found was that there's 70% more relapses among former smokers who use vapes to help them quit than people who don't use vapes. So it's a really weird stat where so it's like it helps like, you to quit, but then you're more likely to go back to smoking than later if you on. quit cold turkey. Not cold turkey or necessarily, but like if patch. you quit and don't use vapes, maybe because you're still getting like the essence of like. Feeling like you're, you're still smoking. getting nicotine in your lungs. True. Uh, it, this they could still be using the nicotine patch. It just had to do with vapes. People who don't use vapes and quit are more likely to is, st- like stay off cigarettes. For is a- juuling still cool? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Can you ask that to like a 31 year old? I don't think I can give you an answer. (laughs) I'm like, just like, remember when everyone's like, oh, all these kids drooling so cool. I'm just like, wait, I guess we don't (laughs) know the answer, but it's like, I haven't seen it. That's true. They got in a lot of controversy. Remember they were like, they came like a lot of, I don't know if there was specific lawsuits, but they were like, they're specifically marketing this to kids. Yeah, I know. I remember there would be like Instagrammers doing backflips off of cool cliffs, like drooling. And it was like, wow, I want to do that. Yeah. I think they're still popular. Every convenience store I see says like fate or not jewel and like has their little sometimes when i see my friends who sneakily jewel though they're always like hiding it it's like sneaky i'm like if that was really that cool you'd be more proud of it i think at our age it's a little different like i think i think vapes in general like for cigarettes have always been a little taboo for our age but i think jewel made it cool for young people everything you do when you're 30 isn't cool you know what I mean? Anything so it's like, you just start yeah. when you're 30, you're like, oh, I'm going to uh, pick up reading. It's like, Even oh, it's like, yeah, oh, I'm going to eat now. an edible. It's like, oh, I'm actually going to pass out and like shit myself and like have to sleep in the street. Like a kid would be like a grandpa, uh, maybe just like read a book. Ultimately for my study or for my, uh, what I learned this week, it's if you're able to quit without vapes, that might be better if you're a smoker. But if you're having trouble quitting in the first place, vaping will probably help. Okay, cool. I'm so glad I never really got into smoking cigarettes. Yeah, lucky. I've only ever smoked one or maybe a couple puffs from one cigarette. When was that? Like in high school. You know when someone offers you and yeah. you're like, yeah, I'm not I'm too ashamed to say no. Well, I remember the first time I smoked a cigarette, I immediately had the shit. I was like, oh my God. I okay. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> no, isn't it sort of laxative Maybe. Oh, not. sure. I'm just saying like literally a minute ago, you talked to like rushing to the bathroom. Also, yeah. you were not just doing that. You yeah, I had to stop talking. Um, I, was, I, I wasn't just pooping. I was pooping and puking. Okay. <laughs> What did you learn this week other than your body's limits as a 30-year-old? <laughs> okay, so I learned – this is actually quite 
like I learned about this and I got all excited and started researching it. I'm like, new science, but it's like been around for a long time. Uh, which That's is that okay. after people have heart attacks, an mm-hmm. option that you can get put into your heart, your literal heart, in order to like stay alive still is a continuous flow heart assist device. Whoa. Is this like a full new heart or is it just like a piece? No, it's not it, this one's not a full new heart, which you can you can also get full new hearts. It was yeah. crazy. This is like in a, a device that assists your heart, but it does it in a way so that some people because essentially your heart's no longer pumping it's just gonna like flow the blood through your body continuously mm. that some people end up alive without a pulse ew Isn't that's that creepy cool? uh, wait so they why doesn't it pump because they because, found that well like, they realized that like for a variety of reasons well actually it was that someone the person who was doing this study started to be like wait a second like is pumping necessary, is necessary? Yeah, and they started practicing muscles to get the yeah yeah they started using it in calves the like they started testing it on cows and it was working oh, okay. fine I was like like calves like on my leg <laughs> <laughs> they started just to see what would happen if they pumped blood continuously through your calf actually I'm like that doesn't sound as dumb as I say it a lot I'm like maybe but no it was like literal cows wait they, I'm sorry just pause a second like is calves spelt the same? Like an individual calf on your leg. I'm so stupid. Is that spelt the same as a cow calf? Oh no, I don't think that you ever. Oh my god. And Wait, then, like, like, do you ever call? Do you ever? Should I look yeah. this up? Do you and ever then call? You say like your my calves, leg? and then is that the same as like a baby? Yes, calf? I think calves is like. Okay, what is the etymology and the like link <laughs> I between that? I just need to quickly look up. I think a calf. It has to be both, or it doesn't have to be. It has to be both. It doesn't have to be both. Um. Can you look this up fast, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking. So, like, calf is a muscle in the back portion of the lower leg. But calf, if you look up the definition, is also a young bovine animal, especially a domestic cow or bull in its first year. Wait, I'm going to keep talking. But also to a floating piece of ice detached from an iceberg. Is a calf? Yes. Okay, we don't know. And not etymology today, but, like. Why not? I don't know. Look up. Just type it. I do it all the time. Calf etymology. It'll come up. I'm going to keep talking about these heart devices, okay? Okay, you go. So essentially, yeah, they started doing them in calves <laughs> <laughs> and realized it was really effective, but they were worried that the propeller to do it was going to like split all the blood cells open, but then now they don't. They're really effective. Dick Cheney has one. Forgot who he kind of is, <laughs> but he doesn't have, like, it's not everyone who has one who doesn't so he have doesn't, a pulse. Oh, how come not everyone would have a because pulse? Because they like realized that what happened is like some people, when they implement implemented this like literal implant, essentially- they some people didn't have a pulse and at first they were like oh my god you should be dead and they panicked but then they realized he doesn't have a pulse if you like touch him uh. and touch his like neck and stuff but when you actually go to the hospital he has like a minor pulse still happening in okay, his heart okay they could detect it right, because his heart is actually like still kind of alive but some people's hearts are actually like fully like off off and wow. dead but it still that's works that's really amazing that's I really know. cool like that's really cool but then I was thinking like what about no you know when like you see a body and it's like no fire no wire no gas no glass and then you check the pulse and if they like don't have a pulse you're just like crap Wait, I have, give them CPR. I don't know that rule. Well, that's like what I thought CPR like was. You but see then, someone's body, no fire, no wire, no gas. Wait, no you ass. don't know that? What was the last one? No ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's got a flat ass. Call nine one one. No, what? you didn't know. Okay, it's like a saying. Wait, so were you ever a lifeguard? Did you ever like do, oh, do that? Oh, here she goes. Did you ever guard <laughs> Did lives? You ever, um, save people's lives. <laughs> Did you ever have the ability to save lives? <laughs> 
actually, I save lives by inspiring people to live their best version of themselves. No, That's I'm so sorry. sad. I'm, that is really sad. I've never saved someone's life in my life. So. I've never saved someone's life ever, but I did have to do like NLS and all that stuff. And I was, I guess okay. I was a life. I was taught. I thought that like, was more normal CPR than CPR at like when I worked at a lab. So but. okay, yeah. So what you like usually are taught first is no fire, no wire, no gas, no glass. Because like if you glass, see, glass, if you glass, see glass. a body and it's like on the ground and all, any of those things are around, it's not worth it to go near because you would hurt yourself. Correct. I see. So, okay. Get if there's no fire, no wire, no gas, no glass, you can then go approach the body. And if there's no ass. And if there's no ass, then, then honey, you don't wake them up. <laughs> uh, but then it's like, so essentially after that, you check their pulse. And if they don't have a pulse, that's when you crack the ribs and start giving CPR. But it's oh. like, these people might not have balls because of their thing. And they might just be napping. Oh, so now that's going to change the trajectory <laughs> no, of just, that rule. Yeah, it's not No fire, no wire, no glass, no blah, blah, blah. No pulse. They could... Have a pulse. So the next thing you do is you check for pulse. And if they do have a pulse, then you... It means nothing anymore. You don't need to give them CPR. Right. They could still be passed out. You just call 911. I see. I see. I see. Um, I quickly looked up the etymology. There's two. One is of Germanic origin, the one that has to do with like the animal or the iceberg, whereas the other one is Old Norse. That has to do with... uh, Part of the like uh, back of a person's leg below the knee, but I I couldn't as we're talking I couldn't like fully look it's it up. It's weird so. that the Germanic thing is like both iceberg and animal. Yeah, <laughs> that's very the one. very weird. Words are so weird. The English language is words wild. are so weird. <laughs> one know what I learned this week that words are so weird. <laughs> study time. Study time. Study time. Pubic hair is on the menu today. Ew, uh, <laughs> pubic hair's in teeth. Pubic hair's gross. Do you, do you find pubic hair gross? Um, oh, wait. Actually, that wasn't my question. I hope that, not. Well, I think it's not that gross, but I mean, like, you know how when people find a hair in their food, they're like, like, I guess that is gross, but, like, I've never found it that disgusting. That's so true. I don't find that disgusting either, but I also am kind of a disgusting person in general, so I don't know where my, but like, I is. But I am not. I'm, like, a very clean and hygienic person, but if I see, like, a hair in my food, like, I don't instantly think it's, like, absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and, like, it's the chef's hair relaxed. Like, yeah, like, they're care. cooking, like, their hair falls I'm off. I'm sure like, they herbalescent. I guess if it looked like Ow. a pube. Ow, I fell on my face. <laughs> If it looked like a pube, I might be more concerned, but because then I I guess. Anyway, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, I have a couple studies that I'm going to look at. What about you? Yeah, I got a couple locked and frickin' loaded. The science community is shaking. Okay, so we don't know each other's studies, so perhaps we'll we'll cross-reference each other, but it's okay if I start? Yes. All right. So my first study place between the years of 2002 and 2012. Oh, old school, baby. (laughs) And it had um, quite a shocking result. They found that pubic hair related injuries that brought people to the emergency room increased five times between 2002 and 2012. So it was five times worse than 2012. You said that Wait, you said your study was between 2002 to 2012. Oh, I thought you said 2003. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> okay. okay, so Not 2002 to 2012. <laughs> oh, my God. I think my study references that study. Oh, actually. We are, like, so scientific right now. So, basically, okay, yeah. Like, it, they found that getting compared increased. to 2002, there was yeah. a five times greater chance of people, like, being ending up in the emergency room for pubic-related injuries. Um, wow. The group at highest risk was women between 19 to 28. The biggest culprit was the razor, which caused most injuries. Um 
It's important to know that genitalia are very... As opposed to what? Well, like, people could be using scissors. People could Ooh. be using a, sh- like, uh, dry shave versus, like, shovel. a... Shovel. A shovel, you know. Okay. Um, however, there is a caveat, and that is that the sample size was really small. So a lot of the discussion around this study was, like, yes, the increase yeah, how did, is how did they five do times, but that... Uh, doesn't mean that much, and they extra- extrapolated a small sample to like okay, all. This of is totally the, the study that my. So ultimately, references. it was like there were 200 more incidents in 2012 compared to like 2002. That's not really like that much, and that's like over. I think it was the United States. I'm so they're just interviewing moment. doctors, or they're just like ER. Like, I think there's a record that has to be kept of certain like categories of like injuries. Like when they walk in, they're like, "So hello, darling, what's up today?" And it's like, "Oh, I cut my oh, penis." Oh, you know a what bit. it is? Yeah, it's based on consumer products. Like if consumer products cause injuries, it has to be tracked so oh. that the government can understand. Um, Do you remember that song when Jewel was like, follow your heart, <laughs> your intuition? <laughs> and it was an ad for intuition razors. It's like, mm, uh, Jewel, wrong side of history. You're cutting Wait, up what's the only one? Right what's like the famous one? Oh, I, I had it in my head and I forgot it. The shaving commercial where they're like, the follow your heart, yeah, no, your intuition. Wait, what are anyway, you talking about? Or we don't want to say because you don't remember. I don't remember it. If we thought of it, it would be the one that's most associated. Okay, I feel like every razor commercial is just someone shaving their like very beautifully, and then it zooms in on the three razors, and then they know what I always thought was really frustrating about shaving commercials. What the three razors would always be like back to back to back, and then the it would be like we have three razors, we cut your hair so much, and the first razor would go over, and the the hair would shrink a bit. Yeah. Then the second razor would go over, and it would shrink even more, and the third would shrink even more. But then it's like no, it would just cut the hair. On the original one that was the closest to this doesn't make any sense. Oh, Do you know what I, I mean? actually understand what yeah, you mean. In like this sometimes term. they make it I seem like the first th- one doesn't get it, but then the second one gets it and the third one gets it. I'm like, I don't when think that's how it works. The like, same. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be the same? But like, actually, now that I'm saying this, I'm like, okay, we need a razor expert. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just oh. always hated the diagrams. Like, that just doesn't like make sense to me. Yeah. Um, I also found it really funny. Like, sorry, that was a side note. Yeah. Okay. Was it? Um, the articles that like talked about this study in particular had like the funniest pictures. It would all be like mannequins wearing lingerie with the biggest bushes ever. Like, I just was like every article was like trying to figure out like how do we post a picture for this, and it would always be like I I've never seen a mannequin with a bush. Have you? Uh, no, but I once went to a contemporary art gallery where it was just a naked body fully accurate with just like a real life dick and a big bush it was like really fun to look at i was like but then i was like is this art but then i'm like what is art say that one more time it was like a contemporary art gallery in miami that i loved and the art was just a very accurate sculpture of the artist like fully looked like a real person like so unbelievably real fully naked dick out and he happened to have a huge bush oh i thought you said real life dick and i was like did they cut off the okay. dick and put it on? well i do not know how they made it It was the most realistic dick i've <laughs> ever seen not real it was really fun i um, liked it a lot that's cool okay that was art <laughs> that is art if you talk about it it's art yeah. um have you ever what injured yourself trimming do you even take care of yourself okay so uh, <laughs> do full, i need to ask full exposure i don't i have full I've, exposure i got the bush of all bushes <laughs> i don't know i just like don't i i when i trim i trim with a razor my bush but like not much i like it i like pubic hair i like i think it should be there do you like it in your mouth no, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, you don't have to deal with your own. Wait, okay, are you done yours? Because mine has a lot to do with this concept. Uh, of I am done. I just thought I'd, like, prompt some questions. But if you okay. want to link yeah, them together. No, I want to yeah. go into mine because 
My first study is called Pubic Hair Preferences, okay. Reasons for Removal, okay. and Associated Genital Symptoms, Comparisons okay. Between Men and Women. Okay. Catchy title. That's the actual study's title? Yeah. What? What was oh. yours? Or you didn't look? I didn't write it down. Okay. I can open it up now if you want. Um, so, essentially... I was thinking about sort of breaking it down in order and the overview, like one thing I took from it that was really interesting was that like pubic hair removal studies are mostly done in the West because that's mostly Western cultures. Oh, is it? Yeah. A lot of other cultures don't bother. Just like don't even, Yeah, doesn't even phase them. And shaving, they're saying, is the most common technique for Mm -hmm. removing your your hair as opposed to waxing or sugaring. Yes. A friend recently said he sugared his his asshole. Well, I've heard about that a lot recently. Sugaring. Well, what it the sounds. Hell is sugaring? It sounds so. It's an exfoliant paste that you rub on, say, your anus hole, and it like literally. It it's less painful than waxing, but it still removes the hair. So some. I heard that one, it's <laughs> still painful. I don't know if this is true, but I got the impression that it doesn't stick to your skin, so it still pulls out the hairs, which hurts. But I feel like it doesn't like aggravate this may not be true this is just what someone told me i'm just picturing like getting my anus hole rubbed by someone <laughs> and i'm like okay that's hot how much am i paying you like you're just removing my hair but definitely this is like, like it, a. it could have felt good it could have felt bad but who knows um, okay i'm not trying to like say that sugaring your asshole is any way sexual <laughs> but i just don't understand how it could be you've just never done okay so so essentially based on, that your on your exact study yeah that they bring up in this study Talking about 2002 to 2012, the like increase in genital injuries is like why they did it. They want to understand how many people are shaving, essentially doing things down there to their pubic hair, mm-hmm. and why. Hmm. So they gathered 671 women, 439 men at universities, and then they asked them a bunch of questions. Because remember, in university, you had like you could get money if you just like were, would take part in studies. Yeah, I just saw a thing on like the TTC to like do a study yeah great use of money if you're out there give yourself over to science but make sure they're not doing anything weird (laughs) so there's when they would just ask them questions like how often they hooked up like how they removed their pubic hair symptoms that like maybe happened so this is all based on questionnaires it's nothing like they weren't ever actually like looking down at their pubes they were Mm -hmm. just taking their word for it and also a majority of these people were white and heterosexual so study for the masses you gotta go you know what i mean (laughs) so women are more likely than men to trim their bush yeah. So, okay. like, in general, women are doing things down there more than men. And okay. when it came to fully getting rid of hair, women would do that. And it's said in here that no men had ever done that in this what? study. Yeah, of the four, again, 439 okay. men. And also all straight men. Well, 24 were gay. Oh. 27 were bi. And Interesting. 88 were black, 21 were Hispanic. So those are the those are the minorities. It's not okay, that many. But no man in that study had ever, ever shaved. fully shaved wow. to the skin. I mean, like, have I, you? No, I haven't. But I just so there you go. I'm th- that's curious. That obviously is not that representative. I only ever like, see it in porn, and I'm like, ew, like uncooked chicken. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just like gross. I actually have one time, but I didn't do it to myself. It was for a surgery. So they had to get rid of my body hair. Okay, I was like, I was like, literally <laughs> getting turned on. I'm like, someone shaved your pubes for you. <laughs> someone else did it. That's a uh, thing. People get turned on no, by that. It was honestly unbearable the itchiness when it started growing. Yeah. Back. So that's what they start. That's like the main. Essentially, at the end of the study, they realized the main like symptom is itchiness. That's right. like the main bad thing that they realized <laughs> from it. But 60 percent of men say they preferred a partner who had. most of them were straight a female partner who had fully gotten rid of all their hair I'm like straight men are freaks weird yeah it's like why do you want a juvenile looking 
Genital. Literally, like, like exactly what made me. Th- I'm just like man. I'm like I'm so. I know it's hard to be a straight man right now with the world <laughs> coming down on you. But I'm actually just like ew. Like what? Sixty percent said that they wanted no hair. Why? Why? Yeah. Ew. Like well, we'll get a straight man on the show and figure that out. <laughs> We but have a 20, lot of people to book on But twenty four percent of women said they wanted a guy fully shaved. That's even more. I know shocking. uncooked chicken. Uh, I'm so curious if they did it on gay men, like what those stats are. I know because I know guys who maybe do that, but I feel like most that I talk to like don't they like trimmed, but they don't talk about like fully shaving. But then I feel like some do. I don't know. Thinking don't, about the nude beach, the which is quite queer and yeah. quite queer and trying. Quite queer. <laughs> uh, it's quite queer. Uh, in Toronto, a lot of shaved, a lot of fully yeah, shaved. Yeah, but right. I don't like. I don't like. Makes your dick look bigger, though. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Just but science. It's like uh, because it's like, oh, that's a big baby dick. Whenever I do, <laughs> <laughs> because it looks like a baby's penis. Whenever I do trim my pubes, I'm like, oh wow, my dick oh, looks bigger for sure. Yeah. Mitch recently told me I'm a grower, not a shower. No, no. a shower, not a grower. Which is worse. No, you're both. You're okay, a wow, thanks. I got a big dick. <laughs> okay. So. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> so for women who had given oral sex in the last month, they prefer a more trimmed man. So that's like an obvious thing. So they were okay. like, if, you, if you're if you a woman, you've given a blowjob in the last month. You're on more the like survey, you're like, okay, man. I want the man to trim, which I think is yeah. just important for us all to know, mm-hmm. men. And that 80% experience genital itching. <laughs> okay, so this is my favorite part of it, though. 98% of people had cut themselves at some point yeah. while doing it. Yeah, and yeah. 2% of people <laughs> reported that they cut themselves every time. What? <laughs> every time they did it. I'm like, okay, shaky hands, McGee. Yeah, maybe stop like, doing it. Learn your lesson. Like, use a different tool. Like, what are they doing? Like, that's actually so weird. And so, two and two percent had gotten an infection. Although, at some you point. know what? Like, a lot of people cut themselves shaving other places almost every single time. Yeah, but still, I'm like, it's I like, think that's well, on you. Yeah. yeah, like that's not. Like, like you take need to, the hands. Yeah, or like just or go like get someone else to do it. Make your skin taut or I don't something. Know. Like, Ew, <laughs> that's so gross. Taut etymology. Why does that mean skin tight? Why are we being taut things? <laughs> I think those are spelled different. I think I don't know. I actually. don't think so. Look it I up. Thought woman's teeth. Um, okay, and the most common response for both men, men and women as to why they shaved or trimmed was because they said it made them feel more clean. So it was less about like sexual preference or making someone else turned on. It was for themselves feeling clean. Obviously, some people said that, but majority. Well, I mean, if you think about it, people like trim their beard hair. They get haircuts. They do stuff with their hair to show that they kind of like are groomed and keep themselves up. And I'm sure it makes you feel good yourself, too. Like when you got a haircut the other day, it looks great. You look cute, look great. 
do you not feel better about it? <laughs> no, it's true. I it's do. not just for everyone else. It's for yourself. It's like right? that's when I Instagram. When my hair's like, too oh, I long, I feel like kind of not dirty, but I feel yeah. more like shaggy. I yeah. guess like, and it can kind of feel nice to like get a short haircut for me, and then I feel like oh, I'm lighter, and I like it's easier to keep clean and that sort of thing. So the takeaways from this to end this first study uh, is that in the Western world, people are doing this a lot. So yeah. only four percent of women and thirteen percent of men reported that they hadn't trimmed. So oh, everyone oh, wow. else has Never. at wow. least yeah. once. And in fact, people are doing a lot. I am have someone who really never? does not trim. You have, though. No, I have trimmed. I have trimmed. But I just, like, in general, whenever I like to get, like, in general naked. Like, I'm not a nudist, but you I'm very are. comfortable naked. <laughs> You're not a nudist per se. But, but I like, like to any be opportunity naked. there is to be naked, that's... And I, and I consider like do. nature an opportunity to be naked. So like if I'm like at a outside, cottage, like, uh, <laughs> no. I'm just like when you're outside, when I'm outside, I like to be naked. And considering and that, when I, you're drinking and when you're yeah, yeah, just a potty and I'm free. And everyone does quite often say, okay, wow, that's a bush. Um, <laughs> they always go to me like, Mitch, yeah. are you okay with that? <laughs> and I think everyone should be. But uh, either way, people, people are trimming. I am the minority in this. And the last thing was that, when it comes to, like, symptoms, like, there was some itching. There were, like, some low levels of infection. So there's not that much, like, risk happening. But it does show that women remove it more often. They remove more hair. And they do have more issues when they remove it. So people are wondering. This study then posits the question. Are women having more issues with the fact that they're, like, coming with injuries and infection and things like that because they're doing it more often, because they're feeling the pressure to shave mm. right down to the mm. skin? Mm-hmm. Or is it literally the anatomy of the vagina is more sensitive to trimming? So that's the questions that they say now we need Feels to go like figure out. Feels like maybe all the above. But yeah, yeah, I know. But, but, but we can't say it. But we can't say Just to wrap up this section so we know taut is T-A-U-T, which is, like, to pull skin tight. Um, oh, and T A U G H T is to teach. Okay, you were right. All right, so my second study. I don't know what yours is. There was one that was like very popular that I chose not to do because I thought I didn't want to have the. Exact Whoa, same hipster one. scientist. Yeah, I wanted to be like unique. Um, so this one's like a little more heavy, a little more intense. Oh no. Um, it's okay. No, I mean, it's like a trigger warning, but it's interesting science. But Does it, it has to do with sexual abuse. Yes. Yeah, I read this one, but okay. I didn't choose it. For is that it reason. okay that I talk about it? Uh, I'll, I'll be sensitive about of it. Of course it is. It was but interesting I want sort you of... to be sensitive. Let's yeah. talk. So um, they realized that bacteria found in pubic hair can help identify like sexual assaults or rapists. Um, and so it, what is interesting is because for all this time, like, usually the hair doesn't have a root in it. So they can't actually sample the DNA that's been left after a, a case of this. So um, when a hair is left at, like, a crime scene or something, you can't get the DNA? Usually not because it needs the root. And that's where, like, the DNA comes from. And so what they realized is, like, the bacterial culture was another place to look. Almost like the microbiome. Yeah, of your hair. But then, so the studies that they started to look at were looking at your um, pubic hair as well as your scalp and your hair around there and so in your scalp you have between like 50 to 55 types of bacteria depending if you're male or female or yourself Um, but the problem is they're not that specific to you and they change over time your pubic bacteria no sorry your scalp bacteria okay but what was interesting and useful about the pubic bacteria is that not only is there like much more so around 75 types of bacteria they're also they're also like much more unique to you and they're much more likely to stay consistent for a much longer period of time and so as a result it can be used as a piece of evidence if a bacterial culture is on somebody that would not otherwise be 
I mean, there's obviously some caveats here because that Im- might prove some things but not prove others. But, but it, was it can just, be used as I evidence. I thought it was interesting to just think about, like, the microbiome and think about how yeah. our bacterial cultures all over our body are actually, like, identifiers for us in the same way that like your fingerprint is it could be used to identify someone who's been somewhere that maybe there's no dna evidence but their literal bacterial culture their unique combination have they ever used this um it was uh reported by like different police departments so it's just so contextual i think they've used it but it can never be used to assert anything definitive but it could maybe put someone in a room at a certain time like just because Uh, like not to get too graphic, but you could have sex with someone, but not have sexually assaulted them. Or you could have been with someone previous to a sexual assault. And then your microbiome would be there. Yeah. So it proves maybe that someone had intercourse with someone, but it's hard to know like at what stage that's just like a piece of evidence they can Mm. use in tandem with many other things. Well, I'm so into science trying to figure out ways in order to get the legal system to actually catch up with like the fact that it's not built right now for victims of sexual abuse. Yeah, totally. To like another, exactly. So it's not like a, a bullseye or whatever you would call it, but it opens. A bullseye, what? In, in terms of like, it's not like, oh, we got their bacterial culture. We know this yeah. is the answer. It's more like a, just another thing that opens s- some doors for some cases. Huh, that's really interesting. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I read that study too. And I was like, I don't know. I thought it was so interesting, but I remember when I was reading it, not understanding if they'd actually used it yet. Or it was I think in they hadn't. I think yeah, they, the study was just showing that, that they it's can like find potentially like samples. there's an idea here. To yeah. Move and forward. I, uh, at the top of me, I don't, I'll look up the date from when this was, but I, in the in this conversation, it was recent. Study. It was yeah, recent. Well, this is 2014, so oh, it was not it, recent. Not no, recent. but like we could probably maybe you found a more recent one. No, no, no. I think it was probably quite similar. But I was it, it came up when I said search for search for more search for more smart mm-hmm. Well, like it honestly just made me think about how little we know about life and how we function. Like as we like, I'll use the microbiome like as an example. Seventy-five types of micro of, of bacteria in my pubes right now. Didn't yeah, know that. I know, along with the crabs, huh? Oh my god! Okay, so I'm not gonna name names, but one of our friends. More than one of them has told me. What? Wait, what? Has crabs right now? Oh, I, wait. I've talked to our friends what? and like of them, like a couple of them have kind of crabs. Okay, like, okay, no, okay, we're not shaming anyone for STIs. In no, fact, not in at fact, all. I'm STI positive, and yeah, go get crabs. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but our friend got crabs, and how he found out was that he was eating crackers in bed naked, and like the crumbs like got onto <laughs> his like chest and his pubes so he was like washing off the crumbs and I was like okay getting rid of the crumbs getting rid of the crumbs and like got to his like pubes and was like getting rid of the crumbs and like the crumbs weren't leaving and then he was like those are crabs and was and he like the crumbs are moving no yeah yeah no he actually was like those are not crumbs those are crabs I have crabs oh my um, gosh. so See, that freaks me out like no shaming but the crabs scare me because they're like little animals that you but you just see. found out there's 75 types of bacteria in your pubes I know but that doesn't like you can't see them like it would freak me out to have crabs over some other even so you only care if the small things in your pubes you can see. Oh, I guess they are contagious and you have to get rid of them because it's like yeah, they're like not you, meant to be they're there. Not, they're not good for you. They're lice, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, True, 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 true. Um, so uh, what's your final study? Okay, my last final study is called Timing of Puberty in Boys and Girls, a population-based study. Okay. Okay. I loved this study. It was all about uh, when puberty starts for girls and mm-hmm. boys and yeah. how there is quite a strong scientific theory that puberty is happening earlier for girls. So they wanted to do a really big, this study is epic time-wise. I love the study to do it for both girls and boys to see if puberty 
puberty is in fact happening earlier and earlier. Okay. So this was in, this was Danish. (laughs) Okay. Did you know the word menarche? Tell me now. What do you think menarche means? Menarche? I thought it was menarche. I thought it was French. Like a male focused something? No. That's so funny. Like a male narc, like menarche. No. So menarche is like a, a, I think a lot of women will probably be like Reno. It's what, it is. It means the first time you have your period. Oh, I didn't know. I would never. Have, I yeah. didn't know that at so all. So it's only for women. The first woman, a woman's first menstrual menstrual cycle means that they. It's like they went through menarche. It's their menarche. Oh gosh, I feel stupid. Well, we that's definitely like men. We are that. stupid. We're no, men. I know. But like, we went to school and learned these things. I guess that just shows you learned you nothing to, in school. You went to Catholic school. You didn't learn. <laughs> no, this. I mean university. We talked about oh. the menstrual cycles all the time. We probably use this word. In university yeah, you're right. And then it just was, forgot. It was probably one of those like multiple choice questions where probably like, every woman like, on the pod listening to the podcast is like, "You idiot!" Yeah, I know. Let us know. We're it's like, well, to be honest, as gay men too, we're even more removed from vaginas. Okay, speak for yourself. Okay, well, um, I am, and I'm like literally haven't had to talk to one in decades. I'm ever. on. The, I'm on a, <laughs> ever. A, I'm on like a very <laughs> weird journey to realize I'm pansexual and I'm into <laughs> vaginas. Okay, cool. right, so. This long ass study, I'm so impressed by it. So 92,000. Oh my God. Danish expecting mothers completed phone interviews while they were pregnant and up to 18 months after. 92,000. Okay, and it keeps going. So that means 92,000. Yeah, they're taking so long to do. Yeah, so they, okay, side note. Did you ever do, I was a stats can kid. Do you know what this is? You have sort of explained it yeah. to me before, and I had no idea until you told I me. I realized, like, I don't know if my parents, like, I feel like it's something they would do, like, sign me up or if they randomly choose you, but it was so fun. So I was essentially involved in something like this where this person, I got to get out of school for, like, two hours, and this person would give me this booklet of, like, very personal, intense questions that was extremely confidential mm-hmm. that, that Canada gets for, to have statistics on everyone. Right, but you said they would follow up with you all the time, right? Because They, they done... started since I was, like, in grade six, and they even That's came to me really- in university cool. and we're like like where are they now no because it end, it was only uh, for like i was only for youth. until yeah i remember the last oh. one was like sad i was My sad is yours i don't know it's gone <laughs> yeah no i was actually like i'm old now <laughs> um okay so essentially it was very similar so the women are on the phones they're just telling about their health yeah. it's again like my other one a questionnaire it's all based on just words that you're saying and hopefully telling the truth it's confidential there's no reason to lie mm-hmm. so they then filled out questionnaires for their kids at the age of 7 and 11. So those same kids who they had talked about 7 to 11 years earlier about their birth, mm-hmm. it's now 7 to 11 years later, and the moms are still oh, wow. checking up, explaining how they are. Okay? okay, And then what happens is that these same kids then start to do this questionnaire where they talk about puberty. So this is like similar to what I did. Someone comes and they ask them specific questions about puberty and they start to try and understand maybe if there was anything that the mom did while pregnant as to why people are being birthed earlier. So there's no longer 92,000 people involved because at this point it's like people have dropped off. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like... Seven years later, right? And probably... 14,000 kids. Around 14,000. That's still quite quite a large... it's an amazing sample size. Okay, so... The questionnaire asked about menarche. Okay. Uh, it asked about first At seven. First ejaculate. First come all over the stomach At for a boy. Seven years old. Uh, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> like, seven and eleven. The mom's filling it out for them. Seven and eleven. At eleven okay. years old, they now I get see. to do it on their own, and they get asked if they've jacked off and come. Oh my god. 
Okay, so acne aggressive, boy. Greg. Okay, no, this is what they asked. I remember being asked like they did not say, "Did you jack off?" And no, it said, it said they would be. It would ask me in the stats can one though, like, "Are you sexually active? Have you smoked marijuana?" Right. And I remember feeling so cool, like when I had, <laughs> but feeling sad because the sexually active one, I'd be like, "Why are you asking me? I'm so young." I'd be like, "No, no," and it's like, "Okay, yeah," because I had. But when it came to pubic hair, okay, there is this thing called the Tanner scale. Have you heard about this? No. Who's Tanner? Okay, who is Tanner? <laughs> it is so funny. So I have it here. I know podcasting is a visual medium, but look at that. Isn't that hilarious? So it it's like, looks like, know what that looks like to me? Some sort of freaking horoscope diagram. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, that's a separate I'm going to describe it. It has like Roman numerals from one to five. So the Tanner scale has the Tanner literally... Scale. Wait, wait, I want to explain. The okay. Tanner scale is from one to five. So one being okay. what? What does one look like? A little <laughs> tiny penis. A baby dick. A baby dick. So t- Tanner one is a baby dick. It's when your dick <laughs> is small and has no oh hair. Oh my God. Actually, it's defined here as... Um, oh my God, are we going to be at the no beach pubic- being like, there's a Tanner one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Tanner one is no pubic hair at all, pre-pubertal, <laughs> typically at age ten or younger. Okay, okay, okay. So this Tanner is both one, male and female. Uh, I'm just male only seeing dicks, but we're so but right now I just only wanted Greg you to zoomed see the in dicks. right up on the dicks. <laughs> so then Tanner five, wow, that's a bush, eh? <laughs> yeah. So Tanner five, you're for sure Tanner. You're Tanner ten. No, Tanner five is hair extends to medial surface of the thighs. So that's when your pubes have uh, already gotten to your legs. Oh no, but not like the length of them. Like, do you mean like it grows no, on your no, thighs? No, like, I was like, who is has like combing their pubes down to their thighs? <laughs> so there's Tanner volume for there, or sorry, there's Tanner scales for breasts. It's like how big your breasts okay. have got. There's Tanner scales for testicles. Ooh, it's Tanner. I know Tanner is a freakazoid. <laughs> Slash a sex doctor is probably really interesting. Uh, tanner one for balls. There's, there's testicle tanners. Like wow. Tanner one for your testicles is testicular volume less than 1.5 milliliters. Oh, wow. And then small penis. Oh. <laughs> no, that's just a baby dick. But, okay. But, like, like, side note question about it. Can you be, like, is every adult at... Tanner five or yes. You, so every like, adult is that you Tanner just have five. a small penis. No, okay, I know that's why. I, that's why I thought Tanner one for testicles was really funny because it just says for <laughs> it just says small penis. That's like not fair. <laughs> but okay, Tanner three for example is your testicular volumes between six and twelve milliliters. Okay. So I think most people's testicles end up being six to twelve. That's only Tanner okay. three actually. Oh. Tanner five, which is what oh everyone God. is. Assuming that you As like develop adult. like properly, okay. testicular volume is greater than twenty milliliters. Adult scrotum and penis. So you have an adult wow. scrotum and an adult penis. So okay. that can mean anything depending on how big your scrotum and penis is. <laughs> okay. If you've seen puppetry of the penis, those scrotums can get quite big. I have um, no idea what that is. Puppetry what's, of the penis. What's that? Oh my god, you call yourself like a theater geek? Drag him. Okay, puppetry of the penis is a play done that I've never seen, but I've heard is like quite entertaining and funny. Two men use their penises as puppets, like their scrotums and their dicks, and they, like, tell stories, and apparently it's really funny. How do you see it? You watch that. Like, from so far away? Yeah, I think there's spotlights or movies. Oh, like a video camera up on it? tweet us what puppetry of the penis is, because (laughs) I've always wanted to see it. I love how you dragged me. Absolutely dragged me, and then you're like, I actually don't, never been, don't know. Well, culturally, I read many an article growing up. Okay, no, that's, okay, but lastly, I'm just gonna say the pubic I have to get back on track I just thought this was amazing so they would say to these people and show them the diagram and say pubic hair are you a tanner too a a tanner too is a small amount of long downy hair with slight pigmentation at the (laughs) 
I know. Isn't downy a type of like a detergent? I know. It's very lush and soft, just like I've used downy on my clothes. <laughs> With slight pigmentation at the base of the penis and scrotum or on the labia majora. And then Tanner 5 is that when you get pubic hair on your legs. Okay, side note. I remember when I was going to the doctor, I guess I was about a tan or two. <laughs> so I was like over the age like of very 10. Very young. Okay. Well, I'm too old to be going to the doctor. My pediatrician, like, you know, when you're at the pediatrician, people are like still like little boys or like girls are playing with those like little Plinko things. And I'm like, I need a new doctor. That was happening to me. I was like, why am I at a doctor with babies? But <laughs> I was too old at a doctor with babies. And my dad was still coming Sorry. to the doctor's office with me. And he like came into the doctor's office and my doctor oh, at one God. point was just like <clears throat> lifted up my underwear and was like, oh, so I see we have pubes and like oh, said it out loud. My and my God. dad was there. And then we were leaving. My dad was like, tried to do the thing. He was like, so Greg, you're becoming a man. No. And I was like, no, we are not doing this. I need a new doctor. You are not coming in ever again. And I have a couple pubes. Oh, Anyways, I hope he doesn't remember that. Um, I don't think I ever had a pediatrician. Maybe I did, but what? I have no memory of that. You had a pediatrician. What do you mean? I just Wait, like, what are you talking about? I had the same doctor forever, but they weren't a kid's doctor. Wait, what? Like, I don't know. I don't know wait. what I mean. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, I what? would go to a doctor, but there were kids playing with toys, but there were also adults going to the doctor, like at any doctor's Are office. you sure those weren't the parents of the kids? No, because even sometimes when I go now to a different doctor in Toronto, like there might be kids there sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Like they usually have toys for okay. kids. I think maybe I did so, go to a pediatrician and maybe that's unique. And or maybe I went and stopped when I was really young that I don't remember. Like I, I remember my doctor that I would go to when I was like 15, 16. But sometimes I would go with my mom. But I liked having my mom. Like it would never be like I would never like get a physical. Do you have any mom. awkward things where your mom was in your thing? No, too no. Because I would only ever really go to the doctor if I had like strep throat. And then I'd kind of want my mom there. But you still have to get checkups. Okay, this is a bad thing I'm going to tell you. Uh, I like And the podcast. And the podcast. I never had a physical until I was, like, living in Toronto at age, like, 25. Wait, what? I don't know. I don't know why. But I didn't know that was you were supposed to get them, like, every year, right? Or, like, often. I Wait, so did you just, like, did your parents just go rogue with you as a child? <laughs> I don't know. Like... This might be too much TMI for the pod, but like I also I like when I was in high school, I had a hernia and had it for a long time. I could function with hashtag it. full pubic hair removal for surgery. That was yes, fine. that was what the surgery was for. But I had I had say like a physical on a regular basis, I probably could have talked to my doctor about that, but I didn't, and it wasn't until I went in to do that that I had to like you know cough and be touched and like whatever. Um, but yeah, I honestly, oh my gosh, that's. that's I don't I, know if that's weird or not, but it's free healthcare in Canada. Like, why? I just not? don't know. I just talk to your parents know. about that. They, I bet your parents would go. Like, just sometimes you like have funny or, memory. They might be like, Mitch, we went to physical. Well, all like the time. I'd be checked. My heart would be checked. My ears would be checked. Yeah, but like that's, I, f- that's yeah. But don't they also check like your like? Don't you get naked for a physical sometimes? Well, this one just left up my boxers and said, "Oh, two a few pubes." That's anyway, all they did. that was a big tangent. I just thought I'd bring it up because I don't a never had a pediatrician. B never had a no. I think that I think as long as you were going to the doctor and they were doing all that, like you know, checking your heart and all those things, you were getting a physical for it. Yeah, time. they were weighing me and those yeah. kind of things. You but hadn't I hit th- ten or five. There was no reason to touch your balls yet. Okay. Anyways, wow, that was worth side notes and a <laughs> half. Okay, so. The study found that the age of monarchy in daughters was 3.6 months younger than their mothers. 
So when asking the moms when they had their period, they mm. found that their daughters were having their period 3.6 months earlier, wow. which which is in line with what a lot of science is saying, which is that like women are having their yeah. menarche uh, earlier than the past. Huh. Uh, when it came to came to boys, the, the it was harder to like. It's harder to kind of understand because they don't have like their the period, which is a very like drastic, yeah. memorable thing. Yeah, uh, they reported that their voice cracked at the age of thirteen, which was younger than other studies, which have notes noticed it was fourteen huh. or fifteen. Okay, so seemingly a similar pattern. And they also had their first ejaculation at say thirteen point one was what they had here. Whereas a recent study said that a lot of people in the past had said fourteen. But this yeah. is all about people recalling it, right? right. Like, so it's difficult. It's to hard. Know like if you're pinning it down to a month, right? Like yeah, like so these these guys are now like pretty young doing this thing, saying, "Okay, I'm thirteen. I just ejaculated." Because I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly. So like th- that's why they're kind of like. At the end of the study, they're like, we have this interesting information, but it's so based on recall. We need mm-hmm. to find out more. And the reason we need to find out more is that earlier onset of puberty is direct, directly relinked to obesity, cardiovascular oh. issues, testicular cancer. Whoa. So the fact that you get your get reach puberty earlier, if that is in fact happening in society, it's going to increase the amount of diseases that we have. And Childhood obesity does cause early onset puberty. So that's like one thing. But these. I mean, okay. I see. Like, like, because I've often heard that nutrition impacts when puberty comes. Like, I think puberty can be delayed if you're malnutrition. Exactly. So, and then in that same thought, it's also if you are obese as a child, you can actually bring on puberty earlier, Mm. potentially. And what they're saying in this specific... Is it because of obesity, do you think? Well, that's just one thing that they have done a lot of studies on Uh and realized what happened. But these specific kids, these Danish kids, their BMI indexes, like they knew all that information, not hardly any of them were obese. So this wasn't really the factor in this case. Mm. Um, So they don't know. They're like, if this is in fact happening, if puberty is happening earlier than ever... Essentially, this study is saying we need to find out why, right. because there's actual and repercussions the to that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I did not come across that study. Good job, because I, the whole first time you were talking about it, I was like, Greg, this is not about pubes. This is about puberty, puberty. babe. It's called no, puberty, babe. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Okay, so based on everything that we've learned, like and really interested in the fact that the microbiome of the 75 types of bacteria in our pubes could mm-hmm. help. Sexual, like get sexual abusers because I think that's something that's really important because right now the justice system is not creating justice. Mm. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> not creating justice. <laughs> um, obsessed with the Tanner scale. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about puberty happening earlier for people. I think that that's something that I, like, I don't know. I'm just like, that's really fascinating to me and I want to know why and if that is in fact happening and I know how hard that yeah, is to is study. It, and is it confounded with like, because you said like, okay, people who have puberty younger, typically it's associated with X, Y, and Z diseases, but are those people necessarily starting puberty earlier because of different reasons that people are now? Like, I feel like it's yeah, kind of confounded, right? Verbs. Like, if someone had a physical condition which prompted them to be more likely to have puberty earlier is that different than a new generation 
having better nutrition that's going through puberty earlier. Like, I'm sure there's lots of different angles that it could be seen Oh, from. for sure. That's why science is so interesting and convoluted and challenging to study. Mm -hmm. That's why I really like that we're doing this. It's like just saying what the study did because it helps people yeah. understand what like exactly how. they did. Yeah. So, I mean, like, ultimately... Uh, what do you think about pubes? Well, I still have my bush. I think I'm going to keep my bush. I'm not going to... This like... is... I, I thought for <laughs> sure the most popular types of studies for this, I you probably came across them too, is that people who, um, you know, trim or shave are more likely to get STIs. And that is the study I did well, not include in this. In but... this study I read, about it literally said people are more likely to shave and do that if they're more sexually active. Exactly. So it's like that's one of those things yeah. where it's like because well, if you're like unlike me, you should trimming, care. <laughs> if you're trimming more often, you're probably having sex more often, which yeah, means you're yeah. probably more which likely think, which, to get STIs. Which but is also, if you cut yourself more often, you might also, who knows, be more likely to catch an STI. Well, like there's different. No one really knows the yeah, answer. Yeah, that's but one thing was that there was correlation. There wasn't that much issue with trim. Like there wasn't like trimming was like that dangerous. Yeah, I think here's what I think. I think do it for yourself. Like I think be careful if you're gonna trim. Be careful. If you're going to use a razor, especially, be careful. If, if you want to, I think it's beautiful if you want to leave your bush however you want. But I think if you feel like you get a haircut, you get a fresh haircut, you want to give yourself a little cleanup, that's cool too, I think. That's my perspective. Well, yeah, and it's Because that's how learn, I feel. It, it makes feels you feel nice. clean. And if you're that 2% of people who every time you shave, <laughs> yeah. you're cutting yourself, stop. It's not worth it's it. Like, move on. Yeah, move on. Yeah, that's a you problem, babe. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for listening to our episode on pubes. We hope you liked it. If you want to chime in, let us know what you think about anything we talked about in this podcast. You can use the hashtag SadNotePodcast, or you can tweet us or message us on Instagram at Mitchell Moffat and at WhaleWatchMePillZ. Um, otherwise, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Uh, Bye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.